Hi, everybody. Terry can't be on here tonight. He's in trouble. He forgot my anniversary. So he's grounded to my birthday in <laughs> December. So you won't oh, be able right. to talk yeah. to him. <laughs> my birthday is in December 20th. So he's going to be in a so, lot of trouble. He's got so, Christmas too. There. So he's not dead because you're holding out for a good birthday present. <laughs> then you'll <Yep>. kill him. <laughs> right. You got that one right. <laughs> That sounds funny. That's funny. All right, everybody. This that is right. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. And this is the week of October the 3rd, uh, 2023. Uh, we are in Season 3, Show 49, Episode 152. And we are two blind brothers, we hope, and a blind sister. We tell us where we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are... Terry! I'm not dead. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still here too, Jill. Uh, yeah. And anyway, I'm not, we... I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. My wife can tell you another funny story that just happened yesterday. It was my uh, granddaughter's birthday, October 2nd. She's seven. seven. Oh, wow. Seven. We were setting off some bug bombs in our house yesterday, and my wife was bugs out exploded back. everywhere. <laughs> we were out back sitting out there for a couple hours, and she looks over at me and says, "You know, you have on a black shirt, and you have on flag swimming suit. You have on your." podiatry shoes and you have on one gray and red sock and one white sock and i'm like what wow you've been taking dressing lessons from dad again huh <laughs> doesn't let me pick out his clothes too good <laughs> i pick out my clothes in the dark that's how i would do it i was reaching and grab yeah i usually ask well, robin why do you want to see me in today that's how i work it <laughs> The funny thing, you know, is I was going to start it off by saying, you know how in some of our anchor topics, we talk about little tips and stuff and about pinning your socks together. Well, these socks were pinned together. I just uh, see. I guess you don't follow your own instructions there, do you? And, <laughs> they were pinned together. And so I put them on. I was like, I knew one went up a little higher on my leg than the other one, but hmm. I didn't know. the. You know, <laughs> I thought maybe one shrunk or something. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know what it is? is you, you ticked off your wife and she purposely pinned odd socks together. <laughs> just to see if you'd fall for it. A pink one and a red one. Yeah. You got that black shirt with the sparklies all over it. <laughs> what was it? She's, been, she's been finding clothes as she's been doing the laundry, folding them and putting them away where apparently... We had our roommate person here 
he accidentally put bleach in some stuff and turned some of the t-shirts bleach tie-dye colored yeah bleach tie-dye yeah well that used to be a fashion yeah now it's red and white like ice cream all right Hmm. this is the strawberry birthday cake twist have to get some red dye and color it back red again they sell dye at the store well the thing once you bleach them like that then the, the fabric decays and they get holes where the bleach spots are yeah i found that how i bleached a pair of socks when i was younger when i put them on and pulled them up the top came off <laughs> you towed this went on through now it's leggings oh, <laughs> leg warmers <laughs> yeah i didn't know i was that strong that i could rip a sock in half but yeah, if you wore that Hogan. shirt if you wore that shirt then it'd get holes in and be natural air conditioning yeah Depends but, on but, where the but, holes are but, at. But if you were a girly yeah. man, I want to have holes in certain places on your shirt. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'd like to get started with a bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? <laughs> <laughs> what am I laughing at? Why don't I think of a joke like that? And there's a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, which could be something that's happened lately. It could be a funny family story. Reading, watching, doing. I actually have a one of each of those. A classic oh. family story and a reading, watching, doing and a recent <sighs> thing happening. Yeah, I got one last night. I'll go real quick. We were on our way home from George's sister's house in Gillespie and hit a deer. Which uh, isn't really funny, but the only thing Not it did for the to deer, it's never funny. <laughs> the only thing it did is bent our bumper way back under. It didn't do any damage to anything else, and it didn't make our airbags go off. So that was good. Hmm. Huh. But then we got all the way home, and I was like, should we uh, let the insurance know, you know, to fix our bumper? I don't know, but then they always have their big deductibles. It and... depends on how bad you want your bumper fixed. Yeah. I thought you were. I thought you were going to say you hit the deer and it popped it up and it landed right in the back of the truck and you're taking it home. Yeah. You get some deer jerky. <laughs> he uh, said it wasn't a really big deer. He said that uh, he didn't see any horns or antlers, whatever. So was it maybe it was a Doberman Pinscher and not a deer? No, we were in the in the country. We were on yeah. Highway 16, which I think that goes all the way to your town, right? You said 16 or 15. Uh, Yeah, I think it's 15 or 16. One of them did. And then it comes all the way down to Brighton. So we were on our way home, coming, you know, down to Brighton into Godfrey. But that happened last night, totally unexpected. First time ever he hit a deer. And uh, first time I, but like I said, the only thing it did is bent our bumper. Yeah. I mean, to, to do anything with the deer, you have to, to get it processed, you either have to show your uh, deer tag, like from your your hunting license. Uh, barring that, you have to have you know a state trooper write you out a you know ticket that shows that you hit the deer. I wonder because uh, I asked him. I wondered if we should have called the police, but he goes, "I want to get home." It was probably the, eight. The deer was o'clock. speeding. It got me. Uh, the yeah. The third option is you can process it yourself if you know how to field dress them and. He can slap it up animals. on your kitchen table and he can take a buzzsaw to it and cut it up into pieces and you have 
bloody gory mess over your table. You, you what a bloody that. mess. You got to love that. You got to hang it up from your shower head. And yeah. <laughs> Dad hung it out in the garage, the one that he hit years ago. It was kind of creepy. Yeah, but most people don't know how to do their own processing. Uh, yeah. It's it's not really so difficult, but if you don't know what you're doing, I mean, it's just go, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. But the yeah. the big trick is you got to get a field dressed right away, and you want to skin them right away while they're still warm, because once yeah. they get rigged mortis, good luck on skinning that baby, because it ain't going to happen. Mm. <laughs> I know one time when I lived up there in Mount Olive, out in the country, I had my guide dog, and Lauren Ross came down to you know see how we were walking out in the country, and she goes, mm -hmm. "I just seen something I never thought I'd see." This guy in the corner out there lived in this little trailer, had a deer hung in his tree, and he was field dressing it right there. During the day, as she drove by, Welcome she goes, to the country. <laughs> she goes, I've never, ever seen anything like that before. I had his truck <laughs> up on blocks. I've seen it black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the country, you see that. Sometimes. You see all kinds of strange things, but that's a little. What's well, new. in the country, that's not strange. No. <laughs> That's well, rednecks out my, there. Why, for one thing, we're we're on a boil alert, but that's not the funny thing. Uh, but last week, I think it might have been the day we recorded or the next day, I was sitting in the living room and somebody remarked that uh, the trucks, there were trucks out in the street and it was hard for people to get around and to pull up in the driveway. And so I said, oh, the Amron's out there doing road work. And all of a sudden, I heard, like, wow, they have a vibrator out there on the road. What are they doing to that manhole out there? I think it must have been like a generator, but it was, they had a good muffler because it did sound like a, a hum. It didn't sound like, like really loud like they are sometimes. Mm -hmm. It was just humming away. It's like, dang, make that road happy. You wait for the, the town sirens to go off, but they never did. So, uh, but that was one recent incident. Uh, another thing is uh, we were discussing classic funny family stories the other day, and somehow it came up uh, that uh, our oldest two sons used to get into some really knockdown, drag out fights, and they recounted a time where there was a well, me and my wife were gone. They were making their own spaghetti supper, and we we came home, and the aftermath looked like a bloodbath because there was spaghetti <laughs> everywhere on the ceiling, everywhere. And then we asked, "Well, we got into a food fight." He flicked it at me, and I flicked it at him, and they were just grabbed by the handfuls, and they were just covered in it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, one thing that came out in our discussion, which I'm not sure if it ever has before, but my wife seemed surprised by it. And she goes, "Yeah, I got mad that I was chasing Mike down the road. He just took <laughs> off running. I was chasing after him. I thought, oh, so you were covered in spaghetti and you were flying <laughs> down the road chasing each other. You were the flying sp flying spaghetti monsters." <laughs> <laughs> And if people don't know what that is, if you must not be an atheist, because that's what atheists like to refer to God as being as a flying spaghetti monster. I didn't know that, but okay. Because <laughs> no. the atheists say, I don't believe in any kind of a God or a flying spaghetti monster thinking they're making up something ridiculous, which it is. Hmm. 
And it's like, I don't know who started that or how I got started, but it's just a common kind of atheist thing. So my, my kids are are the flying spaghetti monster. Maybe it started like with the flying burrito brothers or something. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the third thing I have is a podcast recommendation. Do you guys know who Roseanne Barr is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know she had a TV show, right? Yeah. <laughs> she now has a podcast. Oh. Look on, on your favorite podcast directory for the Roseanne Barr podcast. She's up to episode 16, even as we're recording this. Uh, hmm. So she's fairly new. Um, she posts them every Thursday. She does it with one of her sons. I thought it was her youngest son, but it, it's her second to youngest son. He's 28. E- <laughs> hmm? Oh, wait. That's her TV son, DJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't think this son was born when she had her TV show actively. Because um, he's 28, so that means he would have been born in, what, 98, something like that? So she, it might have been the final days of her TV show when he Correct. was born. Um, Arnold has a podcast. News. But, but the son is basically a co-host, plus he produces it. But <laughs> she has some guests on, like she had Candace Owens on. She's had Carrie Lake, the governor or the lady who ran for governor in Arizona, she's had some other big name guests on. They, they so it's not her. really comedy. She interviews people. Oh, well, she interviews them, but it's comedy. Oh, believe me. Oh, <laughs> she is. She is very unfiltered, unvarnished. <laughs> Roseanne Barr. Uh, she she talks about being a Jewish grandma. She talks about the Bible, and she will swear up a storm when she's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> She definitely says her mind. Uh, hmm. She would definitely uh, not break free of the explicit rating on the uh, I- iTunes. So with that <laughs> caveat, check her out. <laughs> well, not really kid-friendly. <laughs> no, not kid-friendly, but she is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I always I start, liked her Roseanne Barr uh, show. I started listening to a new one, but then I saw that there's one that's going away. Yeah, yeah the, oh, red the Red School Bus. Yeah. yeah. I, I just finished listening to that story show right before you got the bling. I got the bling for this for us today. Well, I, I, I sent him an email to, to you know, say sad about having the podcast go away, but hey, kids grow up and it's time for things to move on. Yeah. I said, just wait. Keep keep that domain because I, I can foresee you resurrecting this in a few years and you'll have the podcast grandkid. <laughs> and, so, and may you have many sequels. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to send him a word because I got a word in my email the other day that was actually a word for an elephant. Oh. Little kids, you know, I've heard little kids say it before, heffalump. Oh, the heffalumps and woozles. Mm-hmm. Was it and Winnie heffalumps. the Pooh or something? Uh, not sure Jumbo. what it was, but it was a—it was actually a word, I guess, because it said a child word for elephant, and it was heffalump. Hmm. And they actually played my voice message on Earth Oddity podcast. Yeah, yeah I, I missed that, that somehow. I'm gonna, I may have to go back. I might have deleted it. I'll have to make sure I 
listen to it again. I called in on their last two shows. <laughs> That's when I called in about the farting guide dogs and stuff. So. Oh, yeah, I listened uh, to the other one, and when there's some other guy that called in after you, uh, <laughs> I forget what he called in for. I can't remember either, but you had mentioned uh, that it was your granddaughter's birthday. Yep, October second. In 363 days, Jimmy Carter will be 100 years old. <laughs> 360? 363. He's 99 years and two days Oh, old. yeah. Yeah, he's 99 years old this week. His birthday was on Sunday. Yeah. And, and I have a list of people yesterday and today. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess a minor correction to last episode is me and Jill thought he was dead. But I think, for, at least for me, I think... I know he went on hospice. That's why I thought he would, had probably passed He's away. Staying alive. Staying alive. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He and his wife, Bo. <laughs> and his last episode, early listeners to it found out that we du reduplicated our random topic, but I did fix that. So we only heard one random topic. Then you got you the had to play it twice because I, I won the year. I know. So. You won so fast. <laughs> And the other correction was Terry guessed that it was Super Bowl four, but my note said I I I, but it really was Super Bowl four. Hmm. Because sixty six would have been one, so you start with that, and then two, three, four would have been sixty nine. So yeah. the note was wrong, but Terry was right. So, huh. but he guessed in nineteen eighty two for some reason on the way. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Packers played one the first. I can't remember who they played against now, but anyway. Um, I think the Colts, wasn't it? The, the Colts were in some early early Super Bowls. Oh, anyway. Hey, they started a new Tonight Show. All the late night talk shows are back. Current now, yay! They went somewhere. <laughs> they've been they've been on hiatus for five months. Oh, I know the writers' strike, actor strike. Yeah. Now the writers are off strike, but the actors are still not on. Yeah. Oh, what a character! Well, we should probably move on to some randomness. Hello, brother Zebra. Yeah. yeah. And oh, see what we, kind of random things we might have. What? We have buffers too. I forgot to play them for Jill, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm still working on slicing and dicing them. But we do. We if we don't have it this episode, we'll coming soon for our new season four, all new bumpers. Well, not all new. <laughs> some of them new. Hello. What? Who? Oh, sure. We're expecting you. Come right over. Hell. Help! <laughs> James random stuff. Yeah. He must be raving mad. Okay, random stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, let's spin up our wheel. Your holidays. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to you. 
happy holiday. <laughs> and now I gotta find my folder. Oh, goodies. Wow, it's October. Yeah. Tell you what, I know usually in the past we go today being one and then next Monday <laughs> would be seven. But as Jill pointed out last time with the holidays, by the time this gets posted, it's not usually until Thursday. So let's make Thursday our number one day. So spin up seven days on my wheel there. Today's the third, so if we count the fifth as being the one, and it was five, so one, two, three, four, and she five, went here. October 9th. October the 9th is what we're shooting for here. Uh, curious Events Day. I wonder if George celebrates that day. Curious. It's curious and more curious and curious. Curious Events Day. Yeah. It is Independence of Guayaquil. It's like a medicine. Federal festivities, food and fun. Hmm. Independence of Guayaquil. Never heard of it. Oh, so if you live either. in Guayaquil, sorry, but I never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Terry, it's International Beer and Pizza Day. Oh, Oktoberfest. Woo. <laughs> yeah, Christmas time our day. Isn't, wouldn't it be nice if there was like a whole fest that lasted for the whole month? <laughs> yeah. In Germany. For, exactly. for all you all you Vikings out there, it is Leif Erikson Day. Uh, it is National C60 Day. I do not know what that is unless you're playing bingo. I don't know. <laughs> you have to see people that are 60. Special interests, lifestyle, awareness. I Maybe do not I'll... know. C60. Maybe you, you you live until you're old enough to see 60, and after that, eh, who knows? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, Terry will be seeing 60 this year, but not that day. <laughs> hey, my husband will be seeing 60 the day after the ninth, so Ooh. he'll be seeing it. Right. it. It's the older model of C3PO. Could oh. be C sixty. Oh, <laughs> that's C C three PO's grandma. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not. Oh, speaking of things that are old, it's nasty moldy cheese day. <laughs> so that's what you give your husband. Jill's get him some moldy cheese. Here, honey, moldy it's your birthday. Day. Have some moldy cheese. It's only sixty years old. <laughs> it's uh, mm. National Pro Life Cupcake Day. So don't abort those cupcakes. You got to let them live. <laughs> let them live. Cupcakes want to live. Until yeah. I eat them, then they don't. In your belly. <laughs> live inside my belly. Pro life cupcakes. I never heard of that. Uh-uh. It is pastor appreciation day, so appreciate your pastors. And if you don't have one, find one and appreciate him. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to have meowing. Uh, it is some kind of a Sukkot religious holiday, whatever like that is. Historical, oh, it's a Jewish holiday. Sukkot. I don't know what's, what that is. Hmm. 
Uganda Independence Day. So if you live there in Uganda, they're in Africa. It's another hard one. Uh, an Indian holiday called Valmiki Jayanti. So again, I don't know anything about it. So sorry <laughs> for those who might know something about it. Tell me, enlighten me, tell me more about it. It's almost a week before Indigenous People Day. <laughs> World Hospice and Palliative Care Day. I think palliative relates to old people or, or something old. So hospice <laughs> and, and I guess getting older day, I don't know. Hey, as long as you're in hospice, it is nice to get an early older. <laughs> you know, the alternative is that you stop getting older. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. World Post Day. And that's it. World Post Day. And that's all because of our days for that day. Woo. Post the letter that day to somebody instead yeah. of emailing. Yeah, write a letter and take it to the, the postman, to the post office, and post that letter. Nail it right to the post. Yep. Nail it to the post. <laughs> yeah, but there's our days. Not an awful lot of some kind of weird ones. Yeah, lots of different uh, nationalities and things. So, so you got them all covered. <laughs> we kind of had a long opening segment, so there's a shorter segment. Junior is mine. He obeys me. What you might call a mechanical stooge. Here comes the man now, King. He'll tell us what to do. What about And now it's time for our news segment. Do you have any bananas? Yeah. And here it comes. Mm. Odd news. Um, <laughs> I have a story. Um it takes place in England, way across the ocean. Um, police were called to an observatory where a man walking his dog reported a yoga class um, um, uh, 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 confused the yoga meditation class as a mass murder-suicide. And um, they were called the thought it was a mass killing. They called the police and the guy uh, gosh, they gave his name, but anyway. The the Seascape Cafe (laughs) Observatory in St. Leonard's England. They uh, <coughs> they put a posting on Facebook. If anybody happened to hear the police sirens last night, somebody thought we were all dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd think if there was a mass suicide thing that there'd be a little bit of blood. And if they're just laying around meditating, there's probably no blood. I don't know why he would think just because people are laying around. He just saw saw people laying on the floor. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They could have been poisoned, I guess. They got they got Uh, gas. There was that that farting dog (laughs) walk through there from last week. (laughs) 
you know, if, they were, just like laying, if they were just like laying back in their chair or laying across the desk or laying upside down on the floor. But if they're all laying there in uniform on, on mats on the floor, <laughs> it's like, it's just, you know, all covered down to the lines under the mats. <laughs> you know, like I said, Jill before, uh, did, did, apparently there was no blood or blood splatters everywhere. So it, it's siesta time. Yeah, nap time. <laughs> and they could have just drank that poison Gatorade and laid down and well, I'm just going to flop over the desk. Flop, flop, flop. Just lay down on my comfy mat after I drink my Kool Aid. <laughs> I got a story that happened in Greece over there in, I don't know, is that considered Europe? <laughs> Europe. Uh, sort of. It's, it's kind of Europe. It's not quite Middle East, you know. Because there's a sheep, it says, that went into a greenhouse and ate 600 pounds of marijuana plants. Wow. <laughs> was it fried in Greece? <laughs> the, the lamb was afterward. It was a special <laughs> lamb. It's right. <laughs> Too much marijuana. Because um, see, marijuana is stored in the fat cells. So you cook up that lamb and you just make gravy out of the, the melted off uh, rendered fat. You have some special food. Yeah. The article said it was actually more than one sheep. It was a flock of sheep that had gone in. Yeah. And ate. It started out with one sheep. Like, hey, everybody, check this out. We got some cool food in here. <laughs> <laughs> like bad man, bad. <laughs> Magnesia, Greece is where this happened. Magnesia. And this marijuana was being grown for medical use. Evidently these sheep must they have had sick. glaucoma or oh, cancer. Yeah. <laughs> it was a sheep clinic. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a name for you. When Terry couldn't find his guy's name, this guy's name is Yannis Veranis. <laughs> <laughs> he said that his greenhouse had been damaged a lot by flooding and different things. And then the sheep came in and ate a lot of his crop. And then the sheep were jumping higher than goats. <laughs> I wonder why. Because they were higher than goats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they probably had the munchies too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greece, Greece legalized marijuana in 2017. But and they look just what this gets you. <laughs> Addicted sheep. <laughs> yeah. They just opened their first cannabis plants uh, growing place this year. that it's super funny but it's definitely uh, unusual it says a half mouthed alligator founds a new home at gator gator what's the name of the place 
Gatorland. I guess Gatorland must be like Disneyland for Gators. <laughs> uh, but half mouth, it's like, what in the world does that mean? Certainly doesn't mean it had half of his face missing, <laughs> but it does. <laughs> it has half of his face missing. <laughs> wow. Uh, they figure that it got hit by a boat propeller, and so its entire upper jaw is just gone. Wow. Uh, I'll just have this the bottom part of the alligator mouth. And they figure that it happened about six months earlier and that the gator kept alive by eating frogs and other small things like that. Things that he can just swallow. <laughs> right. Not have to bite. Nothing to bite. Wow. He goes from down and swallow. Uh, but they caught the alligator and they took him to this little sanctuary called Gatorland where he's being uh, hand fed and uh, you know brought back up to health. And I'm not sure if the article says, but I think they're working on giving them like maybe a prosthetic jaw or something. But... I was wondering about that. They did that dolphin a, a prosthetic yeah. tail, so they but... could probably give him a prosthetic jaw or top top yeah. lip <laughs> um but yeah i don't i don't recall that it said that but that'd be awesome if they could do that for the gator but i i i think that as long as he's oh, it's near near orlando so maybe it is like disneyland for gators yeah. <laughs> um but it uh, it was actually spotted weeks earlier but it evaded capture for a while but they did it does have a new home and is being taken well cared of. So well, that's it, good. It had a happy ending for the, the Keep half. them fuzzy alligators alive. Fuzzy yeah. friendly. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um the National Toy Hall of Fame has 12 more inductees into the Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York. And they consist of the Ninja Turtles, um, the Ken Doll, uh, Connect Four, Bingo, um, Terabop, whatever that is, and Stick. <laughs> uh, um, then they have uh, they have them all broken up through the article. Uh, if I can get baseball cards. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles said that. Uh, Battleship. And the Ken doll as of the Barbie movie coming out. Cabbage Patch Kids. Choose Your Own Adventure Books. Connect Four. Little Tykes. Cozy Coop. Nerf toys and slime. I think we talked slime. about slime. <laughs> yeah. those, you're, those you're choose, your cool. own, <laughs> choose your own adventure books used to be fun when you could see to read. 
Because you'd read a page or two, you know, and at the bottom it says, do you want to go down the path or do you want to go into the lake? And then right. you have to go to that certain page and then you get you read a few pages. And But if we tried to read it in Bard, I wonder how that would work. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I've ever seen one in Bard, but it'd be interesting. Yeah, because I remember the girls used to get them from the library all the time. And, you know, you read a few pages and then it says, yeah. turn to for page this, five, turn to page this 20. choice, go to this page, mm -hmm. choice two, go to that page. Yeah. And sometimes, oh, you just, you just died. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, there was an app on uh, that Via Via that used to be out. There was right. uh, some of those where on your phone you could do your own because you could be a dinosaur, a dragon. What kind of feathers? Or do you want scales? Do you want wings? Do you, you know, you got to pick your own. Right. And on and the then, phone, is you can be more interactive. But yeah, uh, on a book, you can because you can flip pages. But on, a, mm -hmm. on an audio book, yeah, that would be difficult because the reader would have to, you know, give you two options and wait, and then you would have to rely on the reader to go to the next thing or whatever. Right. And, and I used to read it where it's like, okay, I'm going to go to the first one, choose A, okay, I'm dead, go back, choose B, okay, now the first one to go. <laughs> and I'd just go back, and every option I would read, read you know, that progression, <laughs> the next progression. Yep. And so... Ken must have really made Barbie mad at him because Barbie was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1998, 25 years earlier. <laughs> uh, she's she's trying to go let him back, let him back in the home in her Barbie house, <laughs> uh, the Toy Hall of Fame. She finally gave him his chance. It's, it's your turn. Hall of Fame, you. <laughs> I've had my day. Here's on you. Well, she was invented in the 50s, I think. I wonder when yeah. he was invented. Maybe. Years later, I don't know. At least in the '60s, because I remember seeing TV commercials with Ken, but I don't know if it was like a brand new thing then, or if he came along earlier. Barbie yeah. needed a playmate. Yeah, she needed a boyfriend. And she had the little sister Skipper. Mm-hmm. Get the bridal Barbie and the, the Ken in the tuxedo and marry him off, and then they got to have little baby Barbies now. But nobody well, saw that. They had a pregnant Barbie for a while. Yeah, pop her belly off and the baby comes out and they put a flat belly on. Yeah. Yep, you just flip it over. Um, they have the little ones that are about three inches tall. They're Kelly dolls, but you can get them from different nationalities and different oh. Is that where I you found your husband? All... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on which Ken doll you buy. To give I thought to you said kid. Kelly. Oh no. <laughs> just a little girl doll. It's okay. funny because uh they do have different Ken dolls because I didn't know this, but I was ordering because my granddaughters once told me they needed Ken dolls. They got all oh, girls. I need boyfriends. So I was searching on Amazon. You can't usually find the other ones in the store, but on Amazon, I bought an African-American one. It said it had dreadlocks. And then I yeah. had one with red hair and one with purple hair. And I was like, purple <laughs> hair. What in the world? It was I only remember the Ken doll with a brown plastic <laughs> head on him. That's all I remember. <laughs> Oh, they came out with lots of different ones now. This was purple-haired one was Asian. I didn't know that. And I was thinking, well, maybe the red-haired one will say is Irish. I don't know. Well, but, yeah, I bought him three different Ken dolls because it was three little granddaughters needed Ken dolls. So. That way they can tell them apart. That was yeah. the basic hair colors, one red, one white. Or not white, but blonde, brunette. Blonde, brunette, brunette, brunette yeah. 
Like jokes. <laughs> a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead. <laughs> but, but yeah, I remember uh, in the early days, I mean, G.I. Joe used to be a, a tall, like Ken. They were not mm-hmm. the little short action figures they have now. And me and Terry had G.I. Joe dolls, and you had a Barbie doll. Yeah, and your G.I. Joes had like fuzzy heads. It was like they had beard a fuzzy heads. beard and a fuzzy mm-hmm. hair, and they had a scar on the cheek. And they had kung fu grip. <laughs> yeah. G.I. Joe with the kung fu grip. <laughs> <laughs> about games we all know how to play chess and what a chessboard looks like and all the pieces well there's a 10 year old a 10 year old from asia set up a chessboard oh malaysia is where the kid was from it took him 45 seconds to set up this chessboard but he was or she was blindfolded oh uh, so to do it blindfolded, I guess is the trick. And I, I'm assuming it was a regular flat chessboard, not like Grand Grandma Wood had, where it had the. That was checkers, though, wasn't it? Well, you could still play chess on yeah. that same board. Yeah. Same board. So the checkerboard yeah. is really the same as a chessboard, just different pieces on it. This says she started playing chess when she was five years old. I don't know when she started practicing blindfolded. <laughs> <laughs> blindfolded chess. Well, there are a lot of people, blind people who play chess. And she's a member of the International Chess Federation. And her and her dad play chess almost every day. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't say much else about it. But I thought, well, that's interesting figuring out how to set up all the pieces blindfolded. I mean, you can tell them apart by feel. Right. But to know exactly where to place them on the board if it's not marked. Yeah, and I'm sure you could probably get pretty close. I mean, yeah. because the squares are, you know, certain you know regulation size and distance and whatnot. But that's still impressive for someone that's five. <laughs> <laughs> that's another weird name. They're telling me her name now. Junipular Redenisher. <laughs> that would be a word name. What, yeah, uh, luckily, they did tell us it was a girl because in the, the title didn't say. You it couldn't just said tell that was a girl's name? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you- Well, you guys had taken a departure from animal stuff to game stuff. My second story, uh, I didn't notice it, but I was joking before about the alligator being, you know, Disney's version of Alligator Land or whatever. Well, this story, Bear at Disney World is captured. (laughs) (laughs) So the bear went to Disney World in Florida. Yeah. Now, just with the headline alone, all kinds of funny things ran through my mind. Because in in uh, Disneyland and Disney World, 
they have that frontier land and they have the singing uh, bears and that little thing. And I thought one of those one of those animatronic bears got loose. Yes, he was had to capture and put him back in Frontierland. Uh, but anyway, the the actual story is it was an actual. Uh, I think it was a black bear, uh, and it was spotted in a tree in Disney World. But they caught it in parts of the, the parks, parts of the park that were closed are now reopened. Uh, the wildlife commission said they captured the female adult bear. Um, and there are videos of uh, workers carrying the bear away, you know, uh, the unconscious bear away in tarps. Wow. So I guess they had to sedate the bear um, to get the bear out of there. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, it's interesting. They had a real live bear visiting Disney World and they drugged it up and it had a good old time, I guess. They got rid of it. <laughs> Huh. Well, was, well, luckily, no kids thought it was somebody they, in the costume. Look at that animatronic power. <laughs> they should have shoved it inside of a big trash can. <laughs> <laughs> because why? Tell everybody why, kids that didn't listen to the previous because episode. The previous episodes when the trash is all sucked down underground and yeah, taken. Like, it's all sucked down by a giant vacuum and conveyor belted away somewhere. Houston, we have a problem. Um, down in Houston, Texas, an electronic construction sign displays profanity. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, drivers driving down the road encountered a construction sign that read um, lane closure ahead, merge together, and go F yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> and they are still trying to figure out who displayed that on their sign. <laughs> And so, yeah, whoever typed that up would be the one you'd think they would be questioning. I'm I'm wanting to get a sign like that and put outside the the cone barn, but after <laughs> seeing that story, I go, oh, <laughs> we better make sure that it's uh, not hooked to Wi-Fi. <laughs> so I might. Uh, they don't know how. It was doing it, Montrose. Matros and uh, Westheimer Roads. Uh, and so, yeah, they, they're, they don't know who did it, but <laughs> they don't know how long it was displayed before the city manager was notified. They shut the sign off. 
apparently long enough for everybody to take pictures of it, put it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it says it's locked. It's the part that this, where you program it is, is locked inside of a box. And so whoever, somebody had to have clearance or they hacked into it, you know, but the world may never know. <laughs> yeah. My wife finally found her lost key to the cash register, so we have two of them again. They right. only cost 26 bucks a piece, but still. That's her lock cash register keys, but anyway, um, that's all I got on that story. I don't have any other stories. I'm all I done. That was our, our uh, final one there. He's such a childlike person. He's a big name. Yes, and if it wasn't a lady, I'd say what it was. Yes, we're alert. So it is then time to move along to some what weird words already, huh? Yeah, weird words. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Oh, because I'm white and nerdy. Oh, now I'm white and nerdy. I wanna bowl And I got some for you this week. Our first word is the sport. D I S P O R T. D I S P O R T. You know, sport. sport on last night. Monday huh? night football. The sport. Oh, so, yeah. The sport. The sport was on TV. Let's watch one. There's the sport. ESPN has the sports on all the time. <laughs> is it like die? Is that like Let's a number? See. Like uno dos die or, trace? You know, this like disappointed means like a negative. So it's a bad port. Rumadumba. I die. It, it, it's you're a sailor and you go to port and your whole experience was a letdown. Oh, <laughs> didn't have any fun at all. At this port, it was this this disappointing port. Well, this word is total opposite of what you just said. No, it's <laughs> a happy port. Enjoy, enjoy oneself. No. <laughs> To have this well, to have extreme joy, yeah. Well, I don't understand why with it, like you said, the DIS is usually a negative not, thing, yeah. yeah, negative. But this says to enjoy oneself, and I was like, you're saying just the opposite. Maybe you were sad, and you and you reversed your sad experience and turned disported it into a good experience. Your bad experience. Yeah. Going. I'm sticking with that. I like, I like that. Yeah. Okay. They see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and dirty. Our next word is fandangle. Woo! It has to do with like D A N G L E. Fandangle. Oh, I was thinking of fandango with an O on the end of it. Fandango is like a party or something, or fandangle is like you're hanging it out the front. You. You're a celebrity, and you have a fan, and you're hang- dangling over the edge of your balcony by their heels. That's, you're that's dangling not, that fan. Not having a party. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. <laughs> it's Van Dangling. That's kind of fish. I don't know. Let's go fishing. Yeah, fishing. There we go. That's a good one. Flamingos, I guess. <laughs> Flamingo dancer. How about that? We'd come up with that. But it means a useless or purely ornamental thing. Oh, okay. and dangle. So a know, earring or something can dangle. Yeah, maybe beads like on a your shirt Christmas or tree just... ornament. It's kind of colorful but useless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanna roll with the gangsters. But so far they all think I'm too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Yeah. My next computer screen. Is... My computer screen's pretty useless. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Our next word is agglomerate. Agglomerate. A G G L O M E R. A T E. Well, glom must be some kind of a food. Uh, glomerate. Uh, I can't <laughs> believe I ate the whole glom. The whole glomerate. Uh, <laughs> actually, I've heard the word glom mean like to steal something. Like, I'm going to glom onto those extra things you have over there. And so maybe it means like to steal something, to agglomerate, to steal something. Glomerate. You got any ideas, Terry? Uh, agglomerate. Um, um, it's the kind of hamburger that she ate. I don't no. know. He, he, it's the new <laughs> cone bar hamburger, the glom. It's the glom burger, and I ate that big old glom. I ate the old big glom burger. <laughs> Well. This word means right. to collect or form into a mass or group. Oh, to just gather around. Huh? We're going to, to gather up stuff. Like a That's cluster a of something. Gathered yeah. around. A cluster of veterans. <laughs> I guess so. There's and another word for that too, but we can't say it on this podcast. Another <laughs> word is portage. My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grill, but I still wear braces. <clears throat> portage is where you have your portage. You have your portage, porridge in your portage. It has to do with carrying a canoe over like a shallow thing. Ding, 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 ding. You got it. Short. Yeah. <laughs> the carrying of a boat or cargo between two bodies of water. So you got that one right. Yeah. I didn't know you knew that word. <laughs> I remember doing that when the water would be low when we would be out canoeing. Uh, you have to. I thought that's what you called it when you're fishing your phone out of the outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Killer rap, I haven't run. At Pascal, well, I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. Here's a word for you potatious. You spell it P O T A T I O N. Oh, potation. Potation. Just regular. <laughs> it's a special potato. It's not a regular potato. It's a potation. It's a whole nation <laughs> of potatoes. It's a whole nation made up of nothing but potatoes, citizens. <laughs> I, I actually, I might know what it would be. I'll tell you, I guess. Mm. It's one of the things they put into 
telepods. I don't know. The pot, the potty houses, the houses. <laughs> cell phones. Just, they put cell phones in the potty houses. Yeah, the potty houses. Get uh, in there. Like port, portable water is like something you can drink, and so a potation, I'm going to guess, might be something you drink. Yes, it's a drink. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> like a potion, only a potation. A drink, yeah. Happy Days is my favorite theme song. Like a jerk, kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Our next word is dally. That's kind of easy. D-A-L-L-Y. No, she looks dally dallying. Do you dilly first and then you dally? <laughs> you yeah, can, or I maybe guess. you shilly, then you shally. <laughs> They're related, actually. It's just kind of goofing off. Uh, <coughs> but I think dillying or dallying has some sexual innuendo to it. Oh, like dally. You have a dalliance within a, a, you know, a woman or something. You're having an affair with somebody to dally, to have a dalliance. Well, if you do it slowly. I say you see me roll on my Segway. I know in my heart they think I'm wide and nerdy. You probably got that right thing. Well, I'm sure the woman would like to have it, have it be more slowly than that. But... <laughs> the actor moves slowly. So if you do whatever you're doing, <laughs> whatever you're doing it, you're doing it slowly. Just too white and nerdy. Just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me. Our next word is scuttlebutt. Ooh, a Navy word. I know that. S-C-U-T-T-L-E-B-U-T-T. It's butt at the end. I thought it was bug, but it's butt. It actually can mean two things, but what's Terry going to say? Did you ever have any scuttlebutt in the Army? No. For one, th one meaning is rumor, and the other meaning is a water fountain. And the rumor is what this one says. Because you, you go you go to the water fountain or the water cooler and you you spread gossip and you spread rumors. So yep, rumor or gossip is what scuttlebutt means. Yeah. Hmm. They use it in the Navy and Marines a lot. I like to roll with the gangsters, although it's apparent I'm too wide and nerdy. Infinitesimal is our next word, so we're skipping on, on past our scuttlebutt. What's that? If infinitesimal? Yeah, it's I N F I N I E. Wait a minute. Seems like there'd be another consonant there. Infinitesimal. N F I T E C I N A L. Infinitesimal. <laughs> it's like when you smoke a lot of marijuana, you get really small from all that marijuana <laughs> you've been smoking. You get really small. What did you just say? <laughs> you smoke all that marijuana and get really small. Yeah. How do you or, know or, these words? Or, That's or, what or, that or, word or, means. Or like oh. you're Alice in Wonderland and you bit the other side of the cake and you get really small. It's Yay! like, the, like a, a really lower than a decimal point. <laughs> you knew it too. Infinitesimal. This big word means really small. <laughs> well, Either that or it's a baby who can do math because the infant can work infant. on decimals. <laughs> Infants. They're really small. These words this week are pretty easy for some of you too. At least, at least some of them. I'm just too white and nerdy. I think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm so white and nerdy. 
the next word I got what? is a quiver. Ooh, I'm oh, all a quiver. That's right. Put your arrows in. I V E R a quiver. Yeah, put your arrows in it. Terry puts his arrows in his quiver. And his quiver. And it's a good place to keep them when they're quiver. <laughs> yeah. But to be a, a quiver, I think it means like to be excited or to be you know, emotional or something. I'm going to guess. It, it doesn't mean To be. Oh, hold on. Go back there. And the state of excitement. Trembling, so yeah, it's exciting to put those arrows in that quiver, <laughs> especially if you poke yourself with one. Then you're gonna... Yeah, <laughs> I've been browsing, inspecting X Men comics. You know, I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia, <laughs> and I got another word volpine. Ooh, I know that one too. V U L P I N E. Oh, That's your kind a of bull. Bull. <laughs> bull. Starts with a V, like Victor Volpine. Oh, uh, uh, that's where like you go voling and you vol the voling ball down the voling. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I might be my first thought might have been mistaken. At first, I thought it was to be wolf like Volpine, but I think we might have had this one before, and it could mean fox like. Like a fox. Yes, fox-like, lupine. Because wolf-like, for some reason, is lupine. Ah. Like lupus. 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 But vulpine is already called. We did have this one before. It means fox. What did the fox say? I'm vulpine. <laughs> I'm vulpine. It says the, the first, third, first Tuesday alarms are going off. We can't hear them because we're well insulated now. Uh, well, that vulpine was my last word, so we can move on to Terry's top ten. Oh, me and not He's been doing everything in his power to impress them with his ability. Here's Terry's top ten. He's got to be crazy. Top ten. Ten jokes that had surprising results. Ten um, jokes with surprising results. The chicken did not make it across the road. <laughs> it is this flat in the middle of the highway. They tell us that we lost our tails evolving up from little snails. I say it's all just wind and sails. Are we not men? We are devil. Are we not Number 10, a stegosaurus's tail spikes were named from a far side joke cartoon. The stegosaurus spikes on his tail was named? Right. I didn't know yeah. they had names. <laughs> How many of them are there? <laughs> it, it, it never had a scientific name and the uh, they're just called spikes. He had you know, wrote, drew a, fo a photo of a caveman, uh, teaching dinosaur anatomy to some other cavemen and and labeled the tail spikes 
the thagomizer. <laughs> the thagomizers. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a, a person, Thag Simmons. The, the joke was that the caveman got a little too close. A caveman named Thag got a little too close, and it got hit by the spikes. And, and he got thagomized. <laughs> thagomized. <laughs> May Thag rest in peace. Number, number nine, the FBI wasted two years investigating what turned out to be a joke. Oh, Donald Trump? <laughs> <laughs> In 2009, they investigated what they thought was a hate group. Um, haters against God. And the hags, huh? Haters against God. Yeah. Investigated it for two years till somebody finally posted on the page that it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I guess FBI just don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> LA woman, you're my woman. Got my mojo rising. Mr. Mojo rising. Number eight, number eight, Babe Ruth's uh, nickname started as a joke. Alrighty. His he was born George Herman Ruth, mm -hmm. and when he started out in the minor leagues, Jack Dunn was the manager, and. He took him under his wing and like a baby young and <laughs> 19 years old and a baby face and signed him on and said, that's babe. So they name stuck. They called him babe Ruth. Yeah. Well, by no, by his older days, he had one of Smoking too much cigars and drinking too much whiskey. Ah. Where his train is going to make a brief stop. Right now, we find Tom Mix and Sheriff Mike on the train transcribing a talk with Babe Ruth himself in person. Great young Babe. Great to see you again, partner. Mike and I were sure happy to get your wire and be on hand to welcome you to Toby. It's great to be here, Tom. Yeah, you could have knocked me over with a feather when I heard you was passing through town, babe. I understand you're heading for the coast to supervise the movie they're making out there called The Babe Ruth Story. That's right. Well, The Babe Ruth Story, boy, that ought to make a great picture. Particularly with my old friend Roy Del Rue producing it and allied artists behind it. When will the picture be released, Dave? Well, sometime in August, we hope. William Ben Dukes will play the leading role, Tom. And you've got quite a mystery on your hands here. With the hurricane horse, they tell me. Yeah, we have for sure. Seven. Uh, number seven. A Canadian company started selling cans of air. <laughs> 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 
I have uh, a bunch of cans of those, those air if they want to. I'll, I'll sell them to them. Yeah. You I can got some jars of air. I got some milk cartons of air. Fresh <laughs> Canadian mountain air. <laughs> well, I got some polluted Illinois air if they want it. <laughs> That's just like that reminds me of that movie that movie that came out called Jack with Robin Williams and Bill Cosby when they all took turns farting in that jar. Yeah. And somebody take the lid off and sniff it. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Fresh Canadian <laughs> air. They started selling a lot of it to China and Korea. They sold over three hundred thousand dollars of air. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whenever we were in cold weather training, the, the joke was that you notice how nobody ever farts, but every so often somebody will will shake their leg and this little green ball will fall out from out their, their cuff. <laughs> Just pick it up and, and, and wait for it to thaw out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know what that is then. <laughs> it's so cold, it freezes even a fart. I'm an ordinary Number six, Newman's own salad dressing started out as a joke. Like uh, Paul Newman's Paul salad. Newman. Really? Yeah. In 1980, around Christmas, his neighbor came over and he had uh, all the ingredients in his garage to whip up a massive batch of salad dressing for the for the holidays they didn't have any way to stir it so they grabbed a canoe paddle started stirring it and putting it in wine bottles and they're going to serve it to their guests as a joke but they all loved it people liked (laughs) it and it caught on it's kind of weird that he had the ingredients in his garage instead of his kitchen Wow. and they used a canoe paddle huh? in 2010 he sold over 200 million Dollars or no, 200 million bottles of it. Every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. Number five the frosted light bulb started out as a joke. So I put icing on it. <laughs> Tastes good. From General Electric. <laughs> uh, until it started out as a joke until somebody actually made one. <laughs> a joke until they made one. Why would it have been a joke? Well, a joke, a prank. They they'd tell everybody that they wanted to make one and nobody could do it. You know. Oh. And then, I don't know. It went all into the procedure on how they did it, but I don't care. Yeah, I know that's the only kind we ever used to have. You, you hardly ever saw the ones that weren't frosted. Yeah, the clear. And I know I spray painted one red one time to just have have a red light in our, in the bedroom. <laughs> it worked. I, it I was did. afraid the paint was going to burn up, but it never did. Huh. But it's all. Number four, uh, Hemish Blake won a bodybuilding contest 
despite the fact that he wasn't a bodybuilder. <laughs> I was say, but just despite the fact he didn't have a body, <laughs> <laughs> he was just a floating head. <laughs> he wasn't a bodybuilder, but he won the bodybuilding contest, huh? Because he was such a big guy, oh. he turned into the heavy weight division. And since there was no other bodybuilders in the heavyweight division. Oh, he'd won by default. When you're the only guy that goes out, you're going to win. Until <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so some politicians get elected. Better <laughs> <laughs> run against them. Absolutely me. I'm not a bodybuilder, but it took me 50 years to build this body the shape it is. <laughs> yeah. Number three is wristwatches were considered a joke when they first appeared. Because the only type, type of real timepiece anybody ever had was a pendulum type of a clock, like a mantle clock or a grandfather clock. and Or pocket watch sometimes. Have, yeah, but to have one in your pocket or on your wrist was like just so outlandish and even if you had a pocket watch to carry on your wrist it would i mean because it, it would have been kind of funny to have it strapped on your arm you know yeah soldiers during world war one somebody strapped their pocket watch on their wrist and they <laughs> saw that it was easier to look at their wrist hmm. than to keep pulling it out of their pocket and that's a lot quicker <laughs> yeah Number two, the Habeas Corpus Act passed from a joke. Habeas no. Corpus Unlawful Imprisonment in 1679, then when the English law was signed into law, it barely passed the vote. The story was there was one man who, casting in a ballot, was so big and fat that they said that he should count as two. <laughs> and so by doing so, they it passed. Yeah. I don't know what's habeas corpus. I never did find well, out. Well, you just oh, said. Yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah. You had to have That's the awful. body to be proved that you murdered somebody, and then you you can't be thrown in jail unlawfully. That's kind of how that works. Right, but then they like to do the voting. They're saying that uh, the guy is so big and fat, he should, his votes should count as twice. Yeah. So then, because of so that, because thing. he had had two <laughs> votes, he broke the broke the tie. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was a joke. He had to vote, not a joke that the law was a joke. Yeah. Right, right. Maybe Congress should do that. Maybe these more fatter congressmen. <laughs> <laughs> Look how fat those Republicans are. Oh. 
Number one is uh, Susanna Stalter. She was elected mayor. Uh, she was nominated for mayor as a joke. Huh. Back in the 1900s when women were allowed to vote in, in Kansas, a group of women got together and nominated her to run for mayor just as a joke. <laughs> and she got on the ballot, huh? <laughs> yeah. And the men, they had a secret meeting and they actually put her name on the ballot as a candidate. Because the men thought they were going to win anyway because yeah. the men would vote for the men, huh? But the right. women voted for Pepper. We saw Right. Right. <laughs> they, they thought that as a joke that because a woman was on the ballot, nobody would vote for her. Uh, but yet over 60 percent. That's like if Donald Trump's on the ballot. People are not going to vote for him, but you never can tell. <laughs> That's how he got in the office in the first place. <laughs> they thought Hillary was going to be a shoe in. She became we'll, the first we'll female up. mayor in, in the United States. And so... They, she became the first female mayor. mayor. <laughs> and now there are so many of them. They're everywhere. Yeah. We just need a, our first woman president. Yeah, well, whenever Joe Biden kicks over, we'll have one. <laughs> I doubt that. Not, not that I would wish that on anybody, but I understand he's looking really bad lately. Like, I, I hope we he don't. Sounds, but He sounds really bad. He sounds so old. And it's like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, well, presidency is hard on people. They they yeah. don't go in looking the same as they, me. They go gray headed <laughs> overnight. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And he was already but, old when he went into it. He's going to be a fossil when he gets out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't wish that on him, but he is that age. And I mean, Diane Feinstein just died, and and people are dying all the time who are younger than he is. Everybody liked Reagan so much because he kept dyeing his hair black. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if that's the reason why, but I'm sure it didn't hurt. Well, I mean, he's the old one of the oldest presidents and everything, but yet he, he was the oldest one until Trump or <laughs> Biden got Trump got elected, and now and now Biden got elected, and he's the oldest one that got elected, and Trump yeah. wants to be elected again. <sighs> Where does it end? <laughs> Let's put Jill on the ballot just for well, a joke. That's right. When? Who is this Jill Kelling yeah. person? I don't know. Oh, no, that's Jill Bike. Okay, she ain't running. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, looking forward you, you know in, in 1940 for a joke, uh, George Burns and Gracie Allen put Gracie Allen on the ballot to run for president. Uh, and she she made it all the way up until I think July uh, of that year, and then they changed sponsors, and the, the the sponsor wouldn't let them continue the joke, and so she had she had to not be in the race. Uh-huh. But she was running for the kangaroo party, or, or no, the the, <laughs> the surprise party it was the surprise party, and the kangaroo was her mascot. That's what it was. Yeah, funny. 
What do they have for the green party out there? A tree? It's not. I don't know. <laughs> slime. No, they got they got terrors from a pool of slime. <laughs> People try to put us down. Talking about my generation. Just because we get around. Talking about my generation. Saying they do look awful. Talking oh. about my generation. Hope I die before I get old. The mascot would be a donkey and an elephant with a red circle and flash. <laughs> <laughs> We're not them. Vote for us. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. all I wish well. How do you like that guy? He's just sore because I'm prettier than he is. He turns an interesting color, doesn't he? Yeah. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm talking to you. Huh? We, we can, can move on. We can. And it will be time to move on to some anchor topic. And last week we talked a little bit about orientation and mobility. And this week it will be about communication, um, which covers you know, the usual telephone and... Oh, speak of the devil. Tape, tape recorders <laughs> and even letter writing. What's speaking of the devil? Zero, nine, seven. Oh, he's oh, your phone. Okay. We didn't hear it. We, ring. we invoked the name of a telephone and your telephone rang and we <laughs> gave a message. Yeah. That's what I said. Like, it's, it hurt us. You know, it's ringing. Uh, that, that number, I answered that number. It's, and, um, it's, uh, they call up and, do you need dental care? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me send you my fake teeth and you can look at it. You, you, know, you <laughs> tell me. Uh, no, but speaking of that, uh, it, it is handy how you, you have uh, caller ID. We, it's so taken for granted right now. Uh, I remember you never knew who was calling. The phone rang. It's like, hello, because you never knew. You always answered yeah. it. But anymore, you just look at your caller ID. Oh, it's a telemarketer. Oh, I don't want to talk to that guy. Uh, or like this morning, there was a phone call, and I almost didn't pick up on it. But I looked at the caller ID, and it said, Coca-Cola. I'm like, oh, here you go, Robin. Talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what they, what you want to order. I don't. And, and she did. But it's handy to have that. And, uh, and of course, being blind, it, it's handy that your caller ID can talk on your phone. It, it's just voiceover reading it. But like on Terry's caller ID, the whole phone is voice what's being read on the screen. So it's kind of handy how things have evolved to that point. Yep. Like you said, even our iPhones has the voiceover. It'll, or you can set your ringtones for your different people and then it rings yeah. and you know who's calling if you remember your ringtones. and Or your pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I should set a ringtone. My pronoun is. <laughs> <laughs> it's right before that. You know, when you go through mm -hmm. and edit, it's got name and company and all that. And that's got, you know, mm -hmm. phone uh, pronouns. But anyway, I, I don't, I mean, here, here's the reason why off topic here real quick. I don't do pronouns. Your pronouns is assigned not by birth, not by doctors, not by 
any word sexual thing, your pronoun is assigned by grammar, English grammar. You have a he, you have a she, you have a it. That's it. There is no yeah. they. They is He's not. It. If you if you start using they, which is legitimate for a plural group of people, sure. But and sometimes you use it generically, like, "Hey, the CEO is coming. Do you know what time they will be here?" Because maybe you don't know if your new CEO is a male or a female. Sometimes you use it generically, but unless you're using it that way, it is plural. And if you say start using it meaning individual the gram it's just the grammar of it makes it like no i'm not going to go there because the your grammar sucks <laughs> that, i mean that's really my pet peeve it's, it's nothing personal against somebody who's going through some weird uh sexual transition midlife whatever, crisis but, yeah. <laughs> some, some sort of crisis it's, it's because of grammar is why i i mainly refuse to get on board with that yeah. i thought it was like mr and master and miss and mrs yeah. and miss. now you got yeah. he shit it she and it <laughs> yeah you better say that or i'm about to bleep that out you said he she it, <laughs> <laughs> he, she, it. no thank you what did you say? Oh. <laughs> I think Joe had a joke like that on Facebook the other day. Why werewolves don't werewolves don't eat ghosts? <laughs> we'll save that for later when we talk about our final thoughts. But... Oh, because I, I, I put it on. But okay. anyway, uh, uh, back off back off the off topic thing. I mean, communications has come a long way and it's made things a lot simpler for blind people and everybody. Uh, Two keys and a string. So it's, it's leveled. Uh, yeah. Who's this caller ID from? Let me pick up the can. <laughs> Who is it? It's me, your brother, you stupid moron. If you use a can that has a barcode on it, you can pretend that's the phone number. That's oh, yeah. me. <laughs> I'm being called by tomatoes. Holy cow. <laughs> I thought I was calling, being called by pork and beans. <laughs> this is old fashioned caller ID. Yeah. <laughs> now i i suppose way back before our time when they had the party line uh you had to have the hand crank on the side of the phone and you had like rings three three longs and a short ring 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 now and they, that's how you knew who was calling you would listen for that code you know oh that's that's my ring tone i'm gonna pick it up um but anyway we're we're way off the topic <laughs> hey, that's a wonderful idea. Hey, woman, come in here on the double. Do we have any email? Hey, you. Hey, I'm talking to you. Uh, but I need to find our email, so give me a moment while I look for an email. All right. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? This one starts out. Hey, Keith, Terry, and Jill. Some government surveyors came to my farm and asked if they could do some surveying. I agreed, and my wife even served them a nice meal at noontime. The next spring, the two surveyors stopped by again and told us that because you were so nice to us, we wanted to give you some bad news in person. I replied, what's the bad news? 
the surveyors said, well, after our work here, we discovered your farm is not in Minnesota, but is actually in Wisconsin. I looked at my watch, my wife, and said, that's the best news I've heard in a long time. I just told my wife this morning that I don't think I can take another winter in Minnesota. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Hope this makes it on the show. <laughs> From Frozen Farmer. P.S. <laughs> Can't wait to see what a Wisconsin winter is like. Yeah. <laughs> they're equally gold, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and doesn't say where they're from, but anyway. <laughs> we didn't have calls. Huh? We didn't have no voicemails. Please leave your message after the beep. Why did the chicken cross the wall? Because it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cute little chickens. <laughs> well, that means... Um, we're all done with our email. Hey, hmm? you sound like you know what you're talking about. Holy mackerel. Exactly. And it's time for some final thoughts. Hope nobody sees me in my bathing suit. Here's our final thoughts. I could, I could tell you a time-traveling joke, but you didn't get it. <laughs> What? What do you mean? <laughs> you want to tell me? I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. The Sesame Street puzzle that I bought said three to five years. I finished it in 18 months. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> well, light travels faster than sound. This is why some people appear bright until you hear them speak. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recommend entering the wormhole. You might get stuck in the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> well, hmm. well, the older I get, the earlier it gets late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It used to be 9 a.m., 9 p.m. was early to get the night out. Now 9 p.m. is a late night out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I almost split the church over one simple typo in the bulletin. Who would have thought that vaccination Bible school would be so controversial? Instead <laughs> of vacation Bible school, <laughs> vaccination. <laughs> Some people accuse me of being a plagiarist, but that's their words, not mine. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not saying your cologne is strong, but the canary was alive before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it just passed out. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, scientists say that the universe is made up entirely of neurons, protons, protons, and electrons. But I think they forgot the morons. Yep. 
Morons. Um, um, how do meteorologists go up a mountain? They climb it. Climb it. <laughs> uh, I wonder if their climate's ever changed. Uh. <laughs> People used to laugh at me when I'd say I want to be a comedian. Nobody's laughing now. Try with that, big boy. <laughs> well, need to work on that, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> uh, my wife found out that I was cheating on her after she found all the letters I was hiding. She got so mad, she said she will never play Scrabble with me again. <laughs> Scrabble letters. <laughs> What are twins' favorite day of the week? Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the only thing more important than your happiness is mine. So get on it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make mama happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, this might go along with that. When I came home from work, my wife said, this baby has been crying for hours. Can you take over? I said, sure. <laughs> for hours. <laughs> she didn't like that very much. I wonder why. <laughs> what do you call a haunted baseball park? Field of Greens. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one for you guys. Behind every angry woman is a man who has no idea what he did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch out for that knife in her hand. <laughs> uh, I saw an advertisement that said hair pieces for five for five dollars. I thought that's a small price to pay. Hair pieces, five dollars to pay. Not crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the new Dolly Parton mindless Miley Cyrus song? It's called Twerking Nine to Five. Twerking. <laughs> Twerking. Twerking, baby. Twerking nine. <laughs> well, Moses was leading his people through the desert for 40 years. It seems even in biblical times, men didn't like asking for directions. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> a friend of mine had an interview for a job with the local taxi cab company. He showed up 20 minutes late. And the manager interviewing him said, job's yours. Does cactus show up late? I wonder if it works for the ACT bus, too. <laughs> what do you call a wacky, crazy rooster? A cook-a-doodle-doo. Cook-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Can't cross the street either. 
<laughs> Nobody told me when I got married the ears came separately. <laughs> the what came? Ears. Ears. <laughs> when you get married to a man, their ears are separate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not married to them, huh? <laughs> Well, how many witches does it take to change a light bulb? Just one, but they change them into frogs. <laughs> how does a mummy tell her kids it's time to go? Let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when I get all my laundry caught up. And I see my family walking around with clothes on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, I think I might could do one more. Um, I was doing karaoke the other night, and all the songs were old disco classics. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> Yep, old disco songs. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought I had another one, but I don't have no more. So I just got one more. You can wrap it up for us then, like the mummy. Me and my husband decided not to go to sleep angry. So we've been up since Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that old proverb works out most of the time. <laughs> that time of the show to wind it all down and wrap it all up and all those mummy jokes. <laughs> How can you do that? I know a guy. <laughs> and well, this, because it's, it's Halloween month. I yeah, know. I'm going to bring mine out next week. How do you know? You're just saying that to make me feel good. I probably got some more Halloween stuff coming sprinkled in there. How did you get in here, Mr. Wilcox? Oh, he crawled in through a wise crack. It's almost time to go home. How stupid can a man be? Hey, this is what we like to say. This is your host, Keith, signing off, saying thanks for listening. Uh, please do tell a friend about us. We grow our audience the most that way, really. But while you're listening to us on your favorite podcatching device or platform, leave us a rating and review. Give us a nice five-star. Uh, and if you're not listening on a device, you can always listen through the webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. There's a player for every show with a button to play it right there on the site. And while you're there, leave a comment, leave us an uh, email. Uh, tell us your own funny family story. Ask us a question about blindness. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And thanks again. We'll see you next week. You can, uh, you can tell uh, your Amazon device. Alexa, trick or treat. You've got a little something on your shirt. Gotcha. And I'm feeling mischievous, so I think she'll tell you a trick or a treat. Tomorrow for another trick or treat. I know. Amazon's got to get into on the act. <laughs> they did for the whole month. Yeah, so anyway. All right. So little is the dot. Now you know what to do. Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny.